Hey, I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. We are sisters who host the Dwell Differently podcast. We help you memorize and meditate on one Bible verse every month. And all month long on our podcast, we talk about what that verse means, why it matters, and how we can apply that verse to our daily lives. Hey, welcome back to the Dwell Differently podcast. I'm Natalie Abbott. And I'm Vera Schmitz. (laughs) Happy February. Hey, Vera. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. Guys, uh, we are talking about an awesome verse this month. We're memorizing it together, and we're going to talk through the questions that we send out to our members at the beginning of every month. So if you're a member and you're not actually taking some time to journal through these questions, you're missing out because, or talk to friends about it or whatever, like let these things kind of sink right in because as we were reading through them, I was like, oh, I don't even, do we have to talk about these things? These are hard. It's hard, but it's so, it's like a wake up call. Yeah. I actually, like, I need to talk about these things. This is so we're, you're, you're entering into our little therapy sesh right now um, where Vera and I talk through some of, some of our real life hardships. Uh, but Vera, will you go ahead and tell them what our verse is? Yes, it's Colossians 1.17, and it says, He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Mm. Who doesn't need that truth and that I reminder that, that he is before all things, and in him all things hold together? I need that today and most days in my life. Okay, so our first question is, Tell about a time when you had more on your plate than you could handle. What did you do and how did it turn out? When I when we were talking through this, I was like, oh, oh right now, right now is that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what did I do? How did it turn out? Does anybody know? <laughs> yes. So I'll talk about last summer, actually. Um, we've got some big projects that are about to release at Dwell. Uh, mm-hmm. And we were in the middle of those big projects last summer. And I'm just going to say it, guys. We wrote a book. You wrote a book. It's not coming out yet. So this is like a mini, mini teaser. But um, (laughs) we had a lot of deadlines last summer on a book. And at the very same time that we were having some of these huge deadlines that many people who have written books will refer to writing a book as having a baby – um, at the same time, we actually added a baby to our family all at the same time. So <laughs> book baby and real life baby to the Schmitz family. Um, and it – I thought I was going to die. Like it was just – it was a lot because I I had never written a book. I am not a writer in the same way Natalie is. Um, and I told her I felt like it was – like I was waking up and going to a CrossFit gym for the first time ever. Every single morning to write that book. (laughs) Like the soreness never went away. (laughs) Um, Uh. um, The one thing I can remember from that time that I have taken forward with me is that I truly had to rely on the Holy Spirit to give me Mm -hmm. uh, peace. And I had to trust that God was going to give me everything I needed every day. And I couldn't think about a whole week's worth of work or mothering. Um, I had to literally just wake up and be like, okay, I literally need to design three designs for this book by the end of the day. And I know God's going to give me amazing ideas and I'm going to have the skills and I'm going to trust that. 
And so I think um, when we are taken to the edge of ourselves, we have we have two choices. We can continue to try to pull from our own knowledge and our own resources, or we can remember, and it's God's grace that we can remember that he is before all things and in him, all things hold together. Yeah. Just that idea of him holding all things together is just so profound to me. You know, like not only is he before all things, so he he came before all things. He knows all things. He's he's ahead of it. He's ahead of the game. Uh, but he's also the one who's holding all of it together. It's not just a, a knowledge, but also the reality of sustaining and holding and keeping and providing for all things. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. So when well, I feel like I'm in the in the midst of my everything. It, yeah. I what's that, that look like for you right now? Um, <laughs> it's not, I, I like, I literally really, really, really need this right now. I feel like um, there, are, I literally just wrote in my, my journal this morning, I have no margins. My margins go from about eight to 8.30 p.m. until about 9 to 9.30 p.m. Like there's a little quiet moment in that sometimes that I get. But otherwise, I feel like I am running a marathon and I've been running a marathon. It's like an Ironman. Is that the one where it's like, you know, forever? It feels like forever right now. It feels like I've been in the same Like I keep looking forward to that thing that I'm like, oh, then I'm going to be able to rest. And I will say I did get some good rest over the holidays, but it was a a very short lived little smidgen of time. And then it was like, man, I actually sacrificed my, my current self to my restful self at Christmas so that I could have that rest and be with family and enjoy myself. But now I'm, I'm sort of paying for it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say like, when I think about what did you do and how did it turn out? Like right now, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I think just really leaning on Jesus every single minute and knowing that this isn't forever. Like Mm -hmm. as much as it is a marathon, all marathons come to an end. And it's like, I can even kind of see the end of the, of it. I can see it. It's coming. Um, which almost makes it more painful to feel like, like I'm not, I'm not like when you need to go to the bathroom and the gas station exit is like four oh. miles ahead and you're yes. like, you've been waiting and waiting. And then you see the exit and you're like, now I really have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> it's just That's like where that. you are. Cause this is, it is a season. It is a season it's currently, a season. you know, and we go through those seasons where we have more on oh. plate and then we go through we seasons where things are not quite as hairy. Um, yeah. My, I have a plate full of hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's disturbing. A little bit, a little bit. Okay. So let me just, so for those of you who haven't listened to the teaching episode in that episode, I go into Colossians 1, 15 through 20 and talk about all the ways that this passage of scripture where we find our verse tells us about who Jesus is and how he is worthy of holding all things together, how he is um, the, the Lord of all things, how he is good. And, and, and so if you, if you want, you can go back and listen to that. But practically, I want to know 
Um, Vera, how is Jesus qualified to hold all of your things together? So if you're thinking about all the things on your plate right now, and it feels very full, when you think about those things, how is it that, I don't, I don't know, like if Jesus is yeah. the owner <laughs> and the creator and the sustainer of all things, then why are we always trying to spin our own plate and it's full of spaghetti and it's getting everywhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and it's not just the 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 stuff, like it's not just work, it's not mm-hmm. just being a mom, it's not just being a it's like for me like the thing that typically pushes me over that red line of like feeling out of control are my interpersonal relationships and mm. the things that cause me emotional like where I really care for somebody and things are not going well, for instance, like that to me, I, those are the instances that is the hardest to, to live out that he is before all things and in him, all things hold together. Mm-hmm. It's like, whew, when you get that text or that call and somebody's really hurting or something terrible has just happened, those are the things where I'm like, I really have to lean in. Um, and I think practically for me is this is going to be sound a little bit gnarly, but Jesus is capable of, of holding all those things. And actually that's the only thing that gives me peace. Hmm. Um, and something that I often do is, and I've talked about this before on the podcast and written a blog about it and we'll put it in the show notes, but I pray the Lord's prayer. And that very first part where it says, our father who art in heaven, actually just stop right there. And I imagine, I almost zoom out, like I I actually see in my mind myself. And I I often play, pray this prayer on a little walk. It's like, I call it my stop sign walk. It's maybe a hundred meters up to the stop sign and back. So this is a very short commitment in your life. This is a very practical thing that you could do. Take your stop sign walk is what I call it. And I pray the Lord's Prayer up and down the street, and and then I go back to what I'm doing. Um, But that first part, I visualize myself on that street as I'm walking, and I imagine (laughs) seeing me from 100 feet in the air, 1,000 feet in the air, 10,000 feet in the air, like, and then zooming out and imagining our Father who is in heaven, who Mm. can see everything on my street, in my city, in my country, on this planet, and every last detail of every last, not only person, but every living thing, every leaf, every piece of grass, every particle of air. Like he sees everything. And there is a peace that comes when you remind yourself of how big and capable he is Mm -hmm. to hold all things together. And that is something I practically do because it it can feel so burdensome. And like I said, it's 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 mostly those interpersonal relationships that I care about where I'm like, I don't know what to tell this person. I don't know how to help mm. this person who's truly hurting. Like to then zoom out and remember who God is is the only piece that I can have. And then in, in that moment, when I get to the part where it says, give us this day our daily bread. I'm imagining, I'm praying for those things and saying, God, give me my daily bread for these situations that are heavy on me that I'm not in control of and that I don't like that feeling. 
Um, of not being in control. Remind me that you are in control. That's my daily bread. My daily bread is reminding that you are capable. And then give it, give me, God, everything I need to interact in those relationships or to finish writing this book or whatever the thing is. Um, and the peace that comes transcends all understanding. That's awesome, Vera. That's super practical. Um, I, w- I think for me, I sort of do a similar type of, you know, spending time in God's word. And then I take the things that are like the hitches in my life, you know, the really hard uh, things that I'm praying for, those long-term prayers or or my, you know, like you said, interpersonal things, whatever it is. And I just list them out. So oftentimes, like, I feel like my journal a lot of times looks like a, like a grocery list of, of like people and situations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then I, at, when I do that, I'm giving my mind the freedom of like letting go of those things. You know, I'm putting them someplace else. I'm saying mm-hmm. these are, I'm not going to hold on to these right now. I'm going to give them to you to hold on to. Um, and it, it is something where even in the middle of my day, sometimes there's something for me about the act of writing where I'm, I'm so used to like journaling and writing. And that's kind of how I get my emotions out so often or my, my thoughts. So when I write somebody's name down or a situation down, if I just write down the word work, for instance, like that is carrying a weight for me that when I put that on that piece of paper before the Lord. It's like I'm letting it go. Totally. I'm, I'm totally done with that now. And there are times when throughout my day, it's like, oh, there's that word work on my journal again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's that word work again showing up in, you know, on my grocery list. Like literally we'll write it on my grocery list if I'm at the store and I'm like, whatever it is that I'm like, you know, stuck in. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we just get kind of stuck holding on to those things mm-hmm. and we just don't know how to let them go. Um but I would say that that's a way of trusting Jesus to hold all things together, hold our things together for us, because we're not, we're not called to do that. We're not capable of that. No. Um, for the non-writers like myself, the ones who don't like to keep, like I have like just pieces of paper everywhere around the house. That's how I quote unquote journal. I don't, I'm, I'm not a huge journaler, um, but I actually learned in counseling this kind of similar act to help me release those things. And for me, it's a lot of visualization. Like I literally visualize um, holding a box and opening the box and putting the things in there. So, Mm. you know, like putting a relationship in there and I'm like, okay, this thing is, is sitting on me and I don't, I I don't have control over it. And so I'm going to put it in this box and I'm going to close it. And then I'm going to hand it to God and say, I trust you to to hold this thing for me. Mm. And maybe I come back to it and open the box up and I can spend some more time thinking about it or praying about it or reach out to that person or whatever. But for now, it, I'm going to give it to you and I'm going to let you be in control because you are you are capable. So that's my list. That's my, my grocery list in my journal <laughs> is the actual visualization of handing that over. That's awesome. 
Yeah, on our on our uh, question card, it's it the question I think that we're answering actually right now is what would it look like for you to practically live like this is true? Make a list of the things you're trying to hold together right now and pray through your list and envision putting each one into Jesus's capable hands, trusting that he is at work for your good and his glory. I That's think it. this is just, yeah, like somehow, you know. To, to take all of those things, you know, either write them in a list or envision in your mind or whatever it is, but then to, to say, Lord, I'm giving these to you because you are the one who holds all things together. Mm-hmm. It's just such a practical way of living this verse out and taking this kind of big concept of like, he is before all things and in him, all things hold together and actually living it. Mm-hmm. And applying it, allowing it not just to change our vision of who Christ is, which is good. Like we need to have an elevated view of who our Savior is, but to that, to then, therefore, because He is the 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 one who holds all things together, to give Him our all things, like our little tiny, you know, on our little street and our little town and our little, you know, whatever. Like He's got the whole world. But in yet he cares. The whole wide world <laughs> in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Vera. Uh, but just, yeah, that act of, of giving over those things to him, I think it's, it may be the most practical thing that we can do with this verse is to, to transform it into something that causes us to give him our things. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. All right, Vera, I think this was a really great conversation. I feel better. Totally. I feel like I need to go back and write down some more things on my list. Because <laughs> uh, I think, you know, I think we just, like, even just that first question of feeling like, man, I got way too much on my plate. You know, I have too much on my plate because I think somehow I own my plate and I'm the boss of my plate and I am in charge of my plate and I hold all those things together. Mm-hmm. But I don't. Mm-mm. No. no, it's it's a very, very practical. It doesn't seem at first glance a very practical verse. It's like, okay, I'm learning this big idea about who Jesus is, but it's very practical to live it out um, yeah. and, and difficult to live it out because I think, it, I don't know, maybe it's, it seems like mostly Western culture, like this need to control everything and, and do it all and hold it all together. Um, it's just, it's a message we all could probably use and keep coming back to regularly. Hmm. Amen. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, Vera. And thanks for talking me through this. Uh, Thanks to our listeners for joining us in our little therapy session today. (laughs) (laughs) It's a group session today. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was good times. And next week we will have another guest talking about this verse again. And so please be sure to tune in and find out more about how we can live this verse out together. Awesome. We'll see you back then. Thanks for listening, friends. I have a little public service announcement for you. If you have never been to our website, dwelldifferently.com, you should go over there because we have all kinds of devotional resources there for you. We would just love for you to visit over there. We have year upon year upon year of verses that we have been memorizing. Every month we memorize one new verse. And every month 
we post at least four devotionals on that verse. So if you're thinking, I'd like to memorize a couple more verses or another verse every month, then that's a great way to do it. So go on over to dwelldifferently.com and check out all of our old resource content. Just go to the devotional page and you can find all kinds of stuff there. It's free and we just would love to help you connect with God in that way. Thank you.